So today is the day that we have to realize that we are totally in love with people with guns and spandex. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, it is a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to be doing not just one movie at the theater like we normally do. No, it's two movies at the theater because usually we do one from mm-hmm. home. But this week I had to get this one and before it went away from the movie theater. So we had to get Shazam. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming out, so like, it would be pushed up pretty quick probably. It's going to be pushed out because there's so many new movies. Me and Chris, right before this episode, we're talking, and we're just like, dude, there's so many movies at the theater. I might have to try to do two at the theater again. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe like, I can do it. I, I mean, I know you can do it. It's just my schedule. I'll yeah. have to take a look. Yeah, I have, like, have, like that, 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 have the schedule that like every working stiff has. Ugh. But um, yeah, and I, I work at night, and uh, if if they had theaters here that played movies during the day, yeah. I would, I'd be, I'd be. They great. did that in KC, right? Didn't they have like, like they do in KC? Yeah, yeah KC. Yeah. I saw movies at like ten o'clock in the morning <laughs> here in Tulsa. I'm lucky to get a movie in before three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's it's different. You know, oh, Mister E says guns and spandex equals the Punisher. Uh, when I said when I said the maybe opening. maybe mystery. Who's Mister Dean Mystery? <laughs> Mystery, yeah. get Mis- it? Mr. Uh, Enigma. Uh, uh, all right, so the first movie that we are going to review tonight, and not in any particular order, is first we are going to be uh, reviewing Chapter 4 of John Wick, featuring the one, the only, the man that makes you think, am I a good person? Because he exists, and I think he's way better of a person <laughs> than anybody you've ever met, Mr. Keanu Reeves. When Ellen died, I lost everything until that dog arrived on my doorstep, a final gift for my wife. In that moment, I received some semblance of hope, an opportunity to grieve unalone. And your son took that from me, stole that from me. Kill that from me! People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your son, or you can die screaming alongside him! Yeah. <laughs> I had to use that part yeah, he, for yeah. this week. I mean, Keanu, that's the most badass part mm-hmm. of... The, I mean, it's the reason John Wick exists now. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. I mean, it's amazing. All because somebody killed a dog. Yeah. Then, of course, his best buddy, guy who helped him in uh, The Matrix and also helped him right here in the John Wick film, the one, the only, and this is one of his best movies ever. If you've never seen it, it's called Boys in the Hood. Literally, I wore that VHS out <laughs> when I was a teenager. Lawrence Fishburne. Well, how you think the crack rock gets into the country? We don't own any planes. We don't own no ships. But we are not the people who are flying and floating that shit in here. 
I know every time you turn on the TV, that's what you see. Black oh, people yeah. Yeah. selling the rock, right. pushing the rock, yeah. pushing the rock. Yeah, I know. But that wasn't a problem as long as it was here. Wasn't a problem until it was in Iowa and it showed up on Wall Street where there are hardly any black people. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Yeah. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all. Yeah, that's from Boys in the Hood, a great movie. Yeah, and that, and that's even a bit. That's even just a part of that speech. Yeah, yeah, that speech yeah, goes on yeah. for like some to ten minutes. Like literally, I, I had to find a part in it where I could cut it up. A cute little thing about Lawrence Fishburne. He um he lied about his age to be able to be in Apocalypse Now. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. that is a true story. That is a true story. Yeah, yeah. And he was also Cowboy Curtis on the Pee Wee Herman show. Yeah, he was Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. That. Um, also in this movie, one of my favorite, uh, uh, actors that has been in and out, uh, for the past years. Um, this clip is actually taken from one of my favorite HBO shows of all time, Deadwood, Ian McShane. I'm Al Swearingen, Mr. Hickok. In the last few days, I've been locked in my room weeping, searching my memories as to where my path might have crossed yours previous and as to how I might have given offense that you stay in this camp not 50 feet from my joint and never once walk in. No poker. Is it that simple? Dan, dismantle the titty corner and set up a poker table. Not necessary, Mr. Swearingen. I always felt poker slows a joint's action. Been a liquor, pussy, and pharaoh man my entire fucking career, but certain people are due respect. Ian McShane from uh, Deadwood. Yeah. Dude, I know. I love Deadwood. Yeah. Deadwood's one of my favorite shows of all time. Also, making his first appearance in the John Wick movie series, the one, the only, because you can't make a movie these days without a Scars Guard. Here is Bill Scars Guard. Uh, hey, uh, the laundry's still in wash. Um, uh, but I thought, um, well, I'm wide awake. So, so I, um, it's going to be a bit not, I thought I'm going to have some of this here wine, but I didn't want to open it before, um, you got out of the shower because I, I know so you didn't drink your tea and would, well, I totally get that by the way. I mean, you don't know me and, and this is a really weird situation. It makes total sense. Um, but I thought that, um, you know, you might want some of this, but if I open it while you weren't here that, um, that, um, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm rambling, Jesus Christ. Um, I thought you wouldn't want any if you didn't see me open it. So I waited. I'm good. From, I think our favorite, our favorite horror, horror movie last year was Barbarian, right? Yeah, yeah, that's one of our favorite movies, The Barbarian. That's yeah. why I got that clip, just mm -hmm. for you, Chris, because mm -hmm. I know um, you love the good old Barbarian. Mm -hmm. And uh, last but not least, um, uh, and there's a lot of people in the John Wick chapter four. Uh, I'm going to do, we did this one in, uh, you know, memorial to the man himself, uh, who passed away 
uh, just on St. Patty's Day, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and this ain't his last movie, though. He yeah. is, oh, is in he the in ballerina. The... Oh, he's, he's ballerina? in the ballerina. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's in the ballerina. But uh, the one, the only, uh, Lance Reddick. You do what you feel. You want to pull Avon in on half a case? You go ahead. You want to put my shit in the street to feel free. But the Eastern had a lot of stories. Mine ain't the only one. A lot of people came through that district. If you were going to do me, I'd already be done. But there ain't nothing you fear more than a bad headline as there. You'd rather live in shit than let the world see you work a shovel. You can order warrants, and I'll serve them. But as long as I have days left on those dead wires, this case goes on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, uh, For one of the greatest shows of the all wire. time, The Wire. Another issue yeah. show. Another issue yeah, show. yeah. So, I mean, uh, Lance Reddick, sorry. Rest in peace, but, pal. Yeah, dude. We'll keep you on. Yeah. Also, all right. So, moving on. The second movie that we will be reviewing here today and is... And later on. And then spoil a short spoiler afterwards. But yeah, well, every time, just like a, I, I was gonna get to you. Why Sorry, you bro, I, just, I you want always to do this to me. Sorry, man. Are you gonna ask a question in the middle of me giving you an answer? I just, again? I, I just <laughs> didn't want to have a a word count that. Uh, Remember a, when we got along? I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the second movie that we'll be reviewing today is Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Now, just like with all of our other comic book movies that we do, there will be a short spoiler. This one will not be that long because there is inf- there isn't a lot of information. There's some cool stuff in there that uh, I can point out and stuff like that. But uh, to be 100% honest, there wasn't a lot of uh, uh, spoilers. There wasn't like a little uh, our Easter eggs, I should say. Mm-hmm as there normally is in most comic book movies. Uh, So we'll talk about why and why that is later on when we get to this Shazam uh, Fury of the Gods. But the cast of Shazam Fury of the Gods, the one, the only, he's so cool, you can't give a fuck because you can call him Chuck. It is the one and only Zachary Levy. Mom, Dad, can we get on with it? I have hard drives to fix. Why are these people sleeping? They're not sleeping. They were killed, Chuck, and we want to know why. I have no idea. Well, look again. I would rather not. It's kind of creepy. Oh, sorry. I was going to take a nap. I'll come back in five. Kind of caught dibs on the couch. Chuck, what did you see? I'm I don't I'm not I'm not totally sure. Uh, water lily painting, weapons, an art auction tomorrow night. Does the name Lust See You Dad mean anything to you? Why? Because I think he's going to be at the art auction tomorrow night. Right then. I'm going to go fix some hard drives. Good luck with the spy stuff. Excuse me. Yeah, from Chuck. From Chuck? Yeah. I had to get a Chuck one. I love Chuck. I I I need to go back and rewatch Chuck. I haven't rewatched Chuck. Yeah, you probably catch on Peacock probably, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's on Peacock. Yeah. If not, I'll, I'll look it up. All right, and then also in the and uh, in uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, uh, Fifty Cent's favorite actress, who he's totally obsessed with and still wants to bang to this day, the one, the only Helen Marion. But who doesn't want to <laughs> drinking alone? Preferably. And what are you up to these days? You know, I had a, 
another one of these and I just may tell you. Oh, then I'm buying. Usual. Same again. Yes, Miss Hopper. Oh, come on. I hear the rumors. Show me you're still in the game, fighting the good fight. Whisper a movie you've written in secret. Maybe I've even heard of it. Maybe you have. That's a Helen Mirren talking to another legendary actress, actor, Brian Cranston in Trumbo. Yes, by any means it is. Yeah. And then the one, the only one of my favorite, Lucy Liu. As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. If you're unconvinced a particular plan of action I've decided is the wisest, tell me so. But allow me to convince you, and I promise you right here and now, no subject will ever be taboo. Except, of course, the subject that was just under discussion. The price you pay for bringing up either my Chinese or American heritage as a negative is, I collect your fucking head. Just like this fucker here. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say, now's the fucking time! I didn't think so. It's from Kill Bill Volume 1. Kill Kill Bill Volume 1. Kill Bill Volume 1. One of my favorite movies of all time. And the one, the only, the one who plays the, I think one of the best guys in the entire movie, Mr. Freddie Freeman himself, Jack Dylan Grazer. I'll meet you there. And just where do you think you're off to? Out with my friends. Sweetie, you can't go. You're getting over your sickness, remember? My sickness? Okay, what what sickness, Ma? You know what these are? They're gazebos! They're bullshit! They help you, Eddie. I had to protect you. Protect me? By lying to me? By keeping me locked inside this hellhole? I'm sorry, but the only people that were actually trying to protect me were my friends. And you made me turn my back on them when I really needed them. So I'm going. Eddie! Eddie! Oh, you get back here! Sorry, Eddie! Eddie, don't say my friends! Eddie! Don't do this to me, Eddie! It's from chapter one. It's chapter one. It's chapter one, chapter one right? I know! I wish chapter two was as good as chapter one, one so we can say it was me. so great. Chapter two, like, oh, so it made me chapter sad. Chapter two, enough. John Wick's chapter two is so good, though. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, so Shazam Fury of the Gods is the second movie that we'll be reviewing tonight. Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us online movies on don'tsuck.net. We're at w2mnet.com. W number 2m, as in Mary, net.com. Uh, go there and find our podcast there. You'll find a ton of other cool stuff, podcasts, stuff that our friend Mark does, and a ton of articles on podcasts, movies, uh, TV, wrestling, and uh, video games. Also, uh, Patreon concepts, movies don't suck. Move uh, Facebook, Facebook contest, movies on the podcast on Twitter, NTS podcast on Instagram, NTS podcast. Uh, we are also, if you guys want shirts with our logo on it, go to Bonfire Concert, movies on suck and something to do. You'll find some shirts with our names on it and uh, stuff that Neil's made. Also, uh, if you guys want to send us the old fashioned email, go info movies don't suck.net or movies on suck podcast gmail.com. And where you find podcasts, you find movies don't suck and something to do. 
Neil, who are we talking about today? Chris, I'm going to talk about a store that we both love. Okay. Yeah. We both love. Mm-hmm. It is a, almost a stature. And the, you know, and the things that we do in our life, our mm-hmm. daily date, you probably go, I'd say once a week, I go maybe once every two weeks, right? Yeah, Something like that. Probably. You'd probably agree to that, right? Yeah, probably, probably. Do, do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? No, I don't know. <laughs> you, you know exactly where I'm talking about, Chris. It is literally your favorite place to go in the entire world besides your house. What is it? Tell me. Oh, you know, Chris. You know. Are you ready? Uh-huh. I'm ready. I'm not saying that I'm probably stalling you for a second because maybe I forgot to upload some photos. <laughs> but <laughs> but let, let's put us there. Let's just go into this magical place. Oh, Josie Records. We right? love more in. Josie Records. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Josie Records is one of Chris's and mine's favorite places to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, if it's in, they have one in Dallas. They yep. have one in Tulsa. They have one in Kansas City. Uh, I think they have a couple more too, but uh, I can't remember. All yeah, when I moved from Dallas, when I moved here from Dallas, they just opened the one in Kansas City. So yes, yeah. and and I went to it, and the one in Kansas City is this one right here, right? Yep. We've been there. Yeah, we've been there. And then the one in here together. that I go to is this is the one I go to yeah, here yeah. in Tulsa, uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is a giant one. Dallas is See? huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Josie Records, if you don't know, guys, in just five years, Josie Records became the best record store in Dallas. A one-stop shop with regular events, including live performances from state from its state-of-the-art stage and DJ booth. They also opened three more locations and bought a vinyl record pressing plant. Thank God. Rare feats. Yeah, rare feats for an independent record store. Owners Warwick Cameron and Luke Sardello uh, say they can ex- they, that you can accept more stores and other new ventures in the coming years, but for now, it's time to celebrate. They literally have been around since only 2015, yeah. and they came up with all that already. Yeah. Um, I was there last Tuesday for a, or this past Tuesday, yeah. I should say, for a um, a vinyl playing event, which which it was um, a boy genius is what they played. And uh, literally packed store. Um, I saw pictures from Kansas City. That was packed as well. Um, I wanted so to go, guys, but I would have been that photo if I wasn't fucking sick that day. But yeah, I wanted yeah, to go. Yeah, you were you were dying. Yeah, you yeah. died. You you would have been in the row here with all the people that it was because it was packed. Yeah, it was yeah. a packed picture. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I have it with me. Oh, wrong picture. But um, <laughs> but uh, literally, um, Josie Records is one of the best. Uh, good. Dude, they had the white. They had the white record store. Record store day. Uh, white vinyl of the crow that oh. I was looking for. That what, what was that? 2016 yeah, or 17? Uh, I was looking. I think for 18 that. or 19. I remember, maybe, I, maybe it's 18. Maybe it's 18. I, I, I went. I, 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 I got there. Uh, you weren't going to be link until later, but I went there and I searched for that crow vinyl. It was gone already. Yeah, they have it. And, and they have it. Not, but I don't want to pay the price. Yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it happens. So, guys, if you have a chance, if you're in Dallas, if you're in Tulsa, if you're in Kansas City, where's the other locations? Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah, dude, man, they have so many places. 
And it, every time I put in Jersey Records here, it just brings me right to, you know, the mm-hmm. Tulsa one. Of course. I got you. But you can look them up online and you can buy records, gear, everything, DVDs, use video games, everything on their website at Josie Records com. That's J-O-S-E-Y records.com. Or you can go find them on Facebook at Josie Records and, and just look up your area. If you're uh, in the Midwest area like me and Chris, there's more likely a Josie Records so within just hours. They're in Dallas. They're in Lubbock. They're in Plano. They're in Sedalia, which is in Missouri. Tulsa. Sedalia. Yeah, in Kansas yeah. City. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're great. They have everything you basically want, and they they support, by, you know, so they support all kinds of stuff, and uh, I know that they. I know it was was upset. Was it was uh, to be, be at the Boy Genius listening party, but I'll be the, there tomorrow to pick up the record. So, someone's telling me I should not talk with my hands anymore. Well, no one, else, the, the people listening don't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, but uh, like literally, um, I've been like a DJ or a host for places uh, most of my life. I've done award shows where I've been the host. Mm-hmm. I've been um, uh, venues where there's thousands of people and doing things with your hands instead of not, instead of just holding the microphone and doing stuff makes you active. It makes it look like you're part of the adventure. You you're trying to hype up the crowd. So I will not stop the action I am known for. But thank you for asking. Thank you for 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 just so you know, just so you know that's my mom. Well, why is she telling me to not be myself? <laughs> I would think the mother Sorry, of mom. a set of twins would definitely want somebody to be themselves. <laughs> Sorry, mom. All right, so let's get to it, man. Let's get talking. Let's talk about the movie we want to talk about right off the gate. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, John Luke, John Luke Four uh, directed. By Chad Stelhesky. He's directed all the other ones, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he directed, yeah, he directed all the other John Wicks. This is his baby. He also did stunts for the for the uh, Matrix movies, how he actually got started. Um, this is written by Shea Hayden, Michael Finch, and Derek Kolstad. This star is the amazing, the wonderful, the always respectful, and very handsome Keanu Reeves. When Ellen died, I lost everything. Also, this star is Lawrence Fishburne as Barry King. Well, how you think the crack rock gets into the country? We don't own any planes. Also, Lance Reddick as Sharon. You do what you feel. Also, Ian McShane as Winston. I'm Al Swearinger, Mr. Hickok. And Bill Skargard as Marquis. Ah, uh, hey. <laughs> it's also Clancy, Clancy Brown as Harbinger, George Giorgio as an Elder, uh, Donnie Yen. Oh, Donnie Yen as Kane. Man, he was great. Amy Kwan as Mia. Hiroyuki Sanada Shimizu, and Shamir Anderson as Tracker. And uh, I don't want to forget Bill Atkins. He's also in this. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one? Oh, I was about to reach it to him. <laughs> Good job, me. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Condemned by Tryerny High Table to be one of the be on the run for the rest of his life. Deadly assassin Mastro John Wick embarks on a Sophonia mission of suicidal fury to decide his fate after the merciless carnage in John Wick Chapter 3, Paraphilum. At last, John's violent journey fueled by vengeance and grief ultimately leads him to a fateful confrontation with his former employers, the crime masters that forced him into exile and as the blood-stained vendetta to destroy those who pull the strings continues 
old companions face the brittle consequences of friendship and an all-powerful, well-connected adversaries. I know, adversaries. Sorry, I, I bit my tongue. Emerged <laughs> to bring Wick's head on a platter. But talk is cheap. Now guns have the final say. Can Baba Yaga, the grim messiah of death, make every bullet count in his bloody once and for all struggle for freedom? So John Wick chapter four. You know, I hated this movie. I'm joking. I fucking loved chapter four. Chapter four. Was I don't shit. even know what to say to you. <laughs> no, I love this. Movie. Uh, how do you say you, you hated anything with Keanu Reeves in it? Period. <laughs> no, but dude, I how lo- can you even joke about that? Sorry, That's man. like saying I hate I hate Santa Claus. <laughs> like, I hate Santa Claus. Chapter hate Santa Claus. I just chapter do. four is better than three. Oh, not probably about as good as one two. But this is fucking fantastic. I love John. This chapter is four. the longest. Uh, John Wick movie. It could, it could, I, I would have done this it. This is exactly one hour longer than the first chapter. Oh, really? It's just okay. So yeah, it's just two hours forty nine minutes. Two hours. If you didn't pee, good job. I didn't pee. Did you pee? Uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> behind the seat. Okay. I just kinda, <laughs> it's the movie theater. Yeah. They'll clean it up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was in from minute one of this movie. I was in. Mm-hmm. I was. It just starts out perfect. Like. There, there are scenes in this dude like uh about I'm not gonna talk about I'm not gonna do it too much with this long shot on third scene that was so beautifully done I wanted to cry it was so masterfully done. There's two scenes in this movie that are ridiculously awesome. One mm-hmm. of them, or are creative, I mm-hmm. should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is that on top. Yeah, the over the headshot. Yeah. Where it's like it's like he's walking through a board it's game. Like, it's like it's a video game, yeah. So just like yeah, a video yeah, game. yeah. And they don't they don't go and they don't go down mm-hmm. to look at his mm-hmm. view ever no. during that one shot. Yeah, one shot, yeah, shot. Yeah, it's just him going through all these different doors, and I'm like, I love that shot. That's like a new shot. It's kind of yeah. like um in Creed three yeah. where they did the when they did yeah. the hits, yeah. it looked different, but I, I, than what you've seen before. Love creativity. I gotta tell you, like when I, when that scene happened, I just looked over quick at my brother, like like who the fuck else is seeing this? This is incredible. Like the the chapter John Wick chapter four is everything I wanted out of a John Wick movie. Put in this, mm-hmm. put in this one. Uh, everything was expertly planned. All the I mean, all the deaths were incredibly like different. Like this is this is an amazing movie. This is. The, 229 stairs, Chris. Oh my god. Uh, that, that would suck so bad. Scene, guys, where they walk where uh where John Wick's going up these stairs. I'm not gonna give too much detail mm-hmm. of it or, or where it's at or why it's at, but literally it is one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. Um, because John Wick 3, even though you think this is better, which I can understand why, because you like things that come to a, comple- a completion and kind of gives you a completion in this story. Um, but uh, one of my favorite knife fighting scenes of all times in John Wick 3, mm. uh, this one, that stairs, that is the best fight scene I ever seen with stairs. <laughs> like, like literally I go, I even told, uh, I, I, when I told other people, when I talked to them about this, I was like, dude, there's a stair scene in this fucking movie. That is ridiculous. I mean, every, every fight scene is expertly crafted. Like everything you want yes. in a fight scene. Um, but you know what was not expertly crafted in this damn movie, Chris? The suits for the guys 
Why were they all wearing capris? <laughs> they're wearing like wrestling boots halfway up their leg, and then their their dress pants weren't even like. As soon as I noticed it, I could not notice it I'm for sorry, the Pat. rest of the movie. You're upset that people wanted uh, good boots to wear while they're fighting? No, no, they look like they were wearing capris. They're like like their pants were halfway up their shin. Well, I'm it so, was so weird. I'm sorry. They're man. like we're big bad men. Yeah, you're. Big bad men in capri pants that you borrowed from your well, grandma. Maybe capris are really comfortable, man. I don't know. Hey, dude, I get it. I get why. <laughs> but uh, no, man, I, I loved everything about Chapter Four. I did. I, I I tried to find things I didn't like about it, and I think the only thing I didn't like about it is that I think John. I think um, if I remember correctly, John Wick only had three hundred eight words of dialogue in this movie. What? John Wick only had three hundred eight words of dialogue in this movie. 308? Yeah, I think that I think that's the case. And I think you got the number backwards, sir. I believe <laughs> Oh, you get it? John Wick uh, had 380 words in the movie. The was the <laughs> one <laughs> It says this is one of the lowest word counts ever spoken by a main character in a movie. Not just a John Wick movie, but a fucking yeah, in a, a movie, movie period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that includes the life of Pi. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um all right. So this is a John Wick movie, guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, if you saw John Wick 1, 2, or 3, uh, why is every movie at the freaking theater right now sequels? I don't know, man. It's, it's like Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man, uh, Shazam, John Wick. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> have we watched nothing but sequels this year so far? Uh, we saw Creed 3 just recently, man. It's uh, it's been rough. Yeah, Creed three. That's that's still at the theater. Like literally, like is it all sequels? I don't think we got any sequels coming up, but we do have remakes. We saw Scream. You know, Scream six was there. We no, got... no, no, no. Uh, Scream was a sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, Flash is coming up. That's a sequel. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't know, man. I know that next week we we have a uh, intellectual property Dungeons and Dragons. Ours among things, thieves. Yeah, and, so we got some originals next week. That's cool. Yeah, and also, after, right. also, also anyway, that, we had Super Mario Brothers, which is kind of original too. So, oh, is Mario Brothers coming out the week after Dungeons and Dragons? Oh, anyway, um, John Wick, um, Bill Skarsgård is a villain, of course, oh, you know, so all good. day long, so good, all day long. He was the bad guy. Uh, Clancy Brown popped up. Uh, if you don't know him, he he does the voice for Mr. Krabs. He is also in Highlander, the original, and he was also um, in one of my favorite shows that only was on for two seasons called Carnival. He played Brother Justin. If you never saw that, oh my gosh, go do yourself a favor. And I, uh, watch Carnival. I'm gonna say Scott Atkins is in the Scott Atkins uh, plays in this. Plays Killer. He's wearing the yeah. fat suit and he's amazing. <laughs> Dude, he is amazing. I was like, who is that? Like, the whole time I thought it was, like, Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, been. is that Tom Hardy? No, it's Scott and, Atkins. Uh, no, it's Scott Atkins. Oh, man, when I looked it up. Um, Donnie Yen is in this, too. God, he's so fucking good. Donnie Yen plays Kane. If you don't know who Donnie Yen is, he was in the Iron Monk, the Imp Man. Imp, Imp Man, he, dude. He's, all, he, he's yeah. Imp Man. <laughs> he's amazing. Uh, if they don't do... Because I know they're breaking off so many movies yeah. from the John Wick series. I know they're doing the the Continental. They're doing Ballerina, uh, Ballerina and they're um, dude. They got to do a Kane movie. Yeah, they got to do a Kane movie. I mean, they did. They, they oh, by the way, guys, there is both of these movies. Both had post credit scenes. Oh yeah, after the credits. Yeah, yeah. Stick so around. if you do not stick around for that, 
that is your fault. Yeah. The post credit scene of John Wick Four was awesome. Yeah, you you couldn't help but talk about it after it. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, here we go. Well, I mean, nobody was in there but me. Like, oh, oh it was left? a packed theater, but everybody left. Oh, because they had to pee I mean, probably. <laughs> everybody's like, uh, we're leaving, and then um. So, uh, yeah, so this is just literally, I mean, it's John Wick, guys. I don't know what more to say to you than it's John Wick. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's an incredible movie. It's it's the best it's, it's the best action film I've seen this year. Easy, easy, easy. I don't know, man. Are Creed? You, this is better than Creed. Like, I don't Soul, know if it's better than Creed, bro. Head and Soul is above Creed when it's no. an action film. no. I thought Creed like was really really creative. This was a nice fun shoot 'em up movie that told the end of a story. But man, I like Creed. I don't I know what the fuck than... you're talking about. Yeah, Creed three, dude. I love how they did the dude. Give, this is a give, shoot 'em up movie. Give the give the quotes. And... Give the quotes and we throw a score. <laughs> like no, I'm just saying Creed three like literally did a design of a basket of a, a boxing movie different. And had a different cinematography and a different look of of boxing movie, and this like as much as I love John Wick three and John Wick four, I'm not. I'm just saying, action wise, it was kind of the same as the other three, except for they had two new visuals. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you get it? I just disagree with that. How you how you think Creed three is better than this? That blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, visually, I mean, cinematography wise. Oh, this is better than Creed 3, cinematography-wise, without a doubt. No. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Come on. No. I did not see one scene where somebody hit somebody and the sweat, like, rolled off of it. That was cool, man. That was awesome shit. Get with, get with, the, with the quotes, and we'll talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I looked at the writings because <laughs> <laughs> it was just standing right. there. I'm like, well, is he, did he freeze? Like, like what's going on here? No, 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 no. Um, you're now in the presence of the motherfucking king. No one escapes the table. Today is not the day you die. How you do anything is how you do everything. Are you no longer New York? then you are nothing. We gave you a name, we gave you a life, or we take one. A good death only comes after a good life. Oops. After, uh, come on, John. No, 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 no. You don't need eyes to see the night. Oh, you don't see you don't need eyes to see the right pain. Get to Berlin and get it mended or pick a plot. Because of you. Oh nope, can't say that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> I just realized the, what that one was. Your blood is my blood. Your life is my life. Your pain is my pain. The killing gives you a purpose, and without it, pur- without a purpose, you are nothing. A man's ambition should never exceed his own worth. Man has to look his best when he gets married or when he gets buried. Those who cling to death live those who 
Those who cling to death live. Those who cling to life die. I'll stop with that one. Yeah, that one's good. My scores are 4.6. I love this movie. 4.6? I love this Damn. movie. It was, it was something that... Well, I was going to give it a 3.8, but I guess I can get it up a little higher. Uh, um, this movie was incredible. Uh, I'm fucking with you. 4.6 yeah. with you yeah, all okay, the way. Okay. The cinematography in this movie, the action in this movie is ridiculous. Again, how do you give me more surprises in an action movie? How? Yeah. How? How? You know, like literally... There are scenes in this movie, and, I mean, I'm sure everybody in the movie theater thought I was disturbed yeah. because I kept laughing at, like... I wanted to clap that shit, man. I wanted to clap. Like, like I was so fucking enthralled in this movie, transfixed. I was not playing. I was bored. And, when I, and like, I just... I couldn't... I love this fucking movie. All the right choices were made, man. Uh, everything was excellently crafted. Make sure we got maximum action, maximum, maximum gunfu... Everything was fucking incredible about John Wick Chapter 4. I love this movie. And uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a action film this good, at least till the last one. I mean, this one, John Wick Chapter 4. I, 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 where are all the, you know, I, I don't want copycats. Where are the imitations of this movie? It didn't be everywhere, but I think you can't. I, I think it's an interval. Chapter, John Wick Chapter 4, incredible film. I'm so incredible happy. Incredible film. I swear to people right now, I, they're going to make a John Wick 5. They say they're not, and other people think they're not. But I'm telling you right now, there is no way. This movie has dominated the box yeah, office yeah. since it came yeah, out. Yeah, like it, it blew uh, Shazam out of the water. Shazam also had a pretty paltry opening. It blew everything else out of the water. I think it opened with, a, I think it opened with $100 million, something like that. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 was a giant. I saw it at a theater at 10 p.m., and it was mm-hmm. packed to the gills. Uh, I saw it at uh, two o'clock, two thirty-five, actually two thirty-five. Mm-hmm. And again, packed to the gills. Packed. Yeah, I had people two seats down that way. Had people two seats down that way. Yeah, yeah. that's why my my handwriting was so bad because usually I, I'll use my phone. Yeah. to get a little bit of light yeah. on yeah. my thing, but like as low as possible, yeah. like just my screen, yeah. not like a flashlight. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, I can't do that because people are right next to me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, John Wick Chapter 4, uh, if you guys like the John Wick movies, you love this one. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think about who I can't recommend this to. I guess if you don't like action films, I guess that's it. But if you like, Yeah, if you don't like action films, if you don't like movies where, uh, you know, a revenge plot <laughs> happens, if you don't like, you know, good writing, good cinematography, good acting, if you don't like, um, you know... You like movies? <laughs> Basically, if you just like lifetime movies, this is not the movie for yeah. you. But if uh, you're, right? but if you're uh, ages like me and Neil are, and you love action films, you love this movie, John Wick Chapter Four, four point six for both me and Neil. So yeah, easily, easily. If this if this is in the top three of the end of the year, it's because something fucking knocked it out of <laughs> yeah. that area. Like I mean, something's gonna have to come in swinging, and I yeah. mean with like a flamethrower. Yeah and gasoline and you know like i mean jimmy hoffa is gonna have to return from the dead or something yeah. like it is gonna be it's something yeah like that this is a uh, all the way up there at the top for me the, the two twenty twenty two, and it's, it's not even june yet so uh okay i am on rottentomatoes.com what is the line score for john Wick chapter four oh audience score has to be 96 percent. 94 percent off by two damn it <laughs> 
Now, what is a critic score for John Wick Chapter 4? Uh, has to be... 89%. Certified fresh and also 94%. This round... Also 94%. Yeah, yeah. Give me that census on here. Critics' consensus is, John Wick Chapter 4 piles on more of everything. It suggests that when it comes to the well-dressed Keanu Reeves dispatching his enemies in the weekly balletic style, they can never be too much. And I agree. John Wick 4, Chapter 4, uh, maybe the best of the series, an incredible movie, uh, no doubt. I couldn't. I couldn't get enough of this. I would have. I would have done another three hours if it was five hours long. So yeah, chapter four. Yeah, it did go pretty fast. I'm not gonna lie. It did go pretty damn yeah. fast. Yep, it's great. All right, man. All right, Chris. You know what time it is. It's time for. You know what time it is. This is the movies don't suck and something news. I'm gonna tell Chris a bunch of stuff because he's illegitimate and he can't read. <laughs> that's why I watch so many movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you watch movies, <laughs> even though you just read stuff. <laughs> All right, let's start off with the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Okay. Yes. What about Thunderbolts? The Thunderbolts. Is that like a superhero, superhero family or something? You know, you know who the Thunderbolts is? No, I don't. Uh, the Thunderbolts is the team done by Thunderbolt Ross, also known as General Ross or President Ross in the, the Marvel Cinematic okay. or Marvel Comic Universe. Okay. Um, General Thunderbolt Ross it, it will have his own team as the Thunderbolts. We've talked about him in the past. Mm-hmm. So basically all the villains from villains slash superheroes, kind of the, the, um, what am I going to say? Like the anti-heroes. Okay. Horse. will be on the Thunderbolts. Okay. So Taskmaster, Taskmaster from, um, from Black Widow's in it, uh, U.S. agent from the Captain America Winter Soldier, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. Winter Soldier is going to be on it, the New Black Widow, Florence Pugh, uh, Red Guardian, played by David Harper, you know, from Black Widow, mm-hmm. Ghost from Ant-Man 3, and then you have Juliet Le- uh, Louis-Dreyfus, that is the one that got them all. Well, they found a writer. Oh, they did? Yes, and it is Lee Sung Jin from Beef, the writer of Beef. Beef, okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, uh, Thunderbolt Ross, that's going to be played by Harrison Ford, right? Yes. Okay. Oh. Because the guy who originally played Omega, forgive me for not knowing his name right now, passed away. Oh. But I mean... Yeah, so you're going to get David Harper. You're going to get Sebastian Stan. You're going to get Florence Pugh. You're going to get Ogla Kurlika. You're going to get Wyatt. and David Harper. And yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Anna jo- uh, Hannah, um, Hannah John um, Kamen as Ghost. Uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus. I mean, it's going to be a who's who of what. But, um, yeah, so I'm happy to hear that. I'm glad they got the writer and they're on the way. Because, man, right now, Marvel needs a little help. <laughs> Just saying. Kevin Smith is releasing a Snyder Cut version of everybody's favorite Kevin Smith movie. Tusk. Jersey Girl. Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) Are you for real? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin Smith is in love with a Jersey girl, announcing that an extended version of his 2004 dud will be released in May because it has more scenes with the now married couple of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I don't know if you can give me watch that. I don't know if you can give me watch. I watch it all day, dude. Anything Kevin Smith touches is gold. He, he only puts out five-star movies every day, every day of the week. Um, there, uh, Kevin Smith said on his podcast, there's a very long cut of Jersey Girl, which recently Paramount took over Merrimax. They got most of the library and stuff, and they were talking about, hey, we want to put out Jersey Girl this year. And I was like, well, I have the extended cut, which I've shown at the two, in 2005. And if they allow me to, I'll call the Jersey Girl the Snyder Cut because the term now just covers so much ground, man. It tells a story of, Yes, this filmmaker is going to get to back and fucking fine tune in his shit and <laughs> the exact movie that he wanted to make. Okay. Maybe me, will so be I'm good. Down with that. Me, will be good. <laughs> Chris Pratt just wants everybody to know he's happy that he played Star Lord, but if James Gunn comes a knocking, he'll go to DC tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who he'd play. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm glad he's friends with James, you know? Yeah. Like, not everybody hates him. Yeah. Sony is going to release a short film of from the Spider-Verse. It'll be called The Spider Within. Uh, they'll be releasing at the Annecy International Animation Festival this June. So I guess if they they have a short and a long, can they get the award for both at the at the I Oscars? Wonder, I, I mean, yeah, what, dude, I cannot wait for into the Spider Verse. I'm so excited for that. All right, the Spider will within um, is um, the short film will find Miles Morales uh, struggling to balance his responsibility as a teenager, friend, and student while acting as Brooklyn's friendly neighborhood spider. I thought that was hero. the same fucking movie that we just saw. like. I thought that was the, right? the concept of Into the Spider Verse. Well, there's a couple more. There's a couple more sentences. Okay. So let's get to it. <laughs> After a particular challenging day, living with these pressures, Miles experiences a panic attack that forces him to confront the manifestations of his anxiety and learn that reaching out for help can be just as brave as an act as protecting this his city from evil. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's teaching people how to learn deal with their mental illness yeah. and or their illness or whatever you want yeah. to call that. Their afflictions. Yeah. Batman 2, we found out who the villain's going to be. Is it Joker? Is it Barry Keegan? Is it Joker? He Joker might be in it. Uh-huh. But Clayface. Man, we haven't done Clayface before. They haven't, we haven't seen Clayface. Never, in, no. never. But I'm afraid if they do it, they're going to do it like the 1950s Clayface, <laughs> where he was like an actor and you never saw the big yeah. goopy monster. Yeah. And I want the big goopy monster, man. I want, the, <laughs> I, I want him, you know. Yeah. As long as they do it right, and he doesn't look like a shit monster. So if they do like a trilogy, they gotta make like the big baddie, the Joker, right? Like they gotta make him like the worst. Like Joker's gotta be the craziest of them all, right? As long as he doesn't have tattoo on his face or wears makeup, I'll be fine. Okay. He's gotta be no yeah. makeup. He's gotta have the chemical wash. So he's white. He has to have the chemical bath. It's part of his fucking origin story. <laughs> it's like 
having Batman and his parents didn't die. <laughs> like he's hanging out for, you know, brunch with Thomas and Martha yeah. and all of a sudden the bat signal, Oh, I gotta go guys. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. I gotta so, go fight crime. Okay. So you need, no. you, you need, uh, the chemical bath that reaches his skin. Yes. Okay. Stop with this damn makeup bullshit. <laughs> okay. What if he wears lipstick though? Is that okay? No. Cause that was part of the chemical bath was and the green hair. Okay. All right. All right, but anyway, <laughs> Michael J. Fox documentary still is getting a, uh, is releasing on Apple TV on May 12th. This will talk, of course, about uh, Michael J. Fox and his uh, issues with uh, Parkinson's disease. Mm. And, uh, man, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, yeah. Michael J. Fox, he was, you know, I'm I'm in my 40s, so therefore he was in the 80s, was like he was a megastar. I thought he'd always be a megastar. And because he got the disease, he didn't take many roles and stuff like that. I mean, not just Back to the Future, but he did what? He had, uh, Beverly Hills Doctor. He had, uh, gosh, what was, I mean, he was on Family Ties. He was, I mean, I don't know, man. Hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll I'll be more than happy to see it. Yeah, it'll, it'll, make, it'll make us both I, cry, I'm pretty sure. You know, like I'm sure you saw Val uh, with that like Kilmer documentary, and um, I don't know when my dog's barking at, but uh, that's all right. The uh, pickup. All right, Eddie Murphy is circling a bad boy style heist film directed by Tim Story called The Pickup. The plot revolves around a smitten man who joins a heist. Do you like cab drivers? I, sure. We had a nice, we had a nice one, Dublin. They were nice. So, do you like blind women that fart a lot? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's my favorite type of women. Mhm. Mhm. Because they'll be coming back in Deadpool three. Yes, Carrie and Zoni <laughs> and Leslie Ugims have both signed up to be play uh uh dope uh dope Hinder and Blind Owl one more time. And the Deadpool series, they will be back. Not only them this week, but also, um, do 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 do. Uh, secession actor Matthew McFadden has joined the Deadpool mm. movie as well. So I mean, but let's just be honest they they're bringing Wolverine in it. Yeah, they have Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, two of the sexiest men alive. We're gonna go see it for them. Right off the back, we all know. It. Yeah, no one's like there to see Matthew McFadden. I'm not saying he's not great. It's just that it's all about. Yeah. It's all about the. It's all about the Hugh Jackman and the Ryan Reynolds. So. Um, Michael Fassbender uh-huh. and Alicia Vinkider. Uh, you would know uh, Michael from playing Magneto and and the last mm-hmm. uh, couple of X Men movies where they're younger. And uh, Alicia is known as uh, Laura Croft. In Ex Machina, too. In Ex Machina. Yes. And they will be starring in a new thriller um, by the called Hope by the Walling director, Nong Hong Jin. Okay. Uh, the, Korean, the Korean director is teaming up with two of Hollywood's most intriguing stars. Hope is uh, selecting additional cast members now that Wall and, and the project is in post 
part up, but um, it's where Miss Mysterious Discovery upsets the outskirts of the remote harbor town before long the residents find themselves desperately fighting for survival against something they have never encountered before. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm into that. Maybe we'll give it a try. We'll have to wait for it. So you should, you should, we should probably mention that Fugful Fassbender has also been nominated for two Academy Awards for Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. So... Really? Yeah, he was nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor for 12 Years a Slave and Best Actor uh, for Steve Jobs. He lost to Jared Leto and... Oh, yeah, I remember Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that guy. All right. Netflix has bought the rights to Man on Fire, Mm -hmm. and they will be releasing a TV series based on the novel, the book series, not just the movie that Denzel Washington did. But the Kyle Kin- Killian uh, books uh, by author A.J. Uh, Quinnen. But fucking so, John, John, uh, John, Man on Fire, man. That movie's a fucking killer. I can't wait to see what they do for a TV series. Yeah. I mean, but the thing, the reason that movie was killer was because it has Denzel yeah, in it. That's like, true. you got to find the right actor. <laughs> yeah. you got to find the right actor, guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I- I don't want a uh, grenade at my butthole, so. So. Bella Samara Weaving yeah. is the star in Loratia Kondraki's action thriller that's set in the 1980s. It's about a young woman out for revenge in New York City in the 1980s. Uh, I mean, Samara Weaving, so, yeah. I'm kind of into yeah. it. I'm kind of into it. I mean, that's all we got here. So I'm what I'm looking. I'm reading over it all. But man, I'm down for that mm-hmm. all day long. All right, another short coming to the to the features of the movies. It'll be at the beginning of the Elemental uh, movie, and it's called Carl's Date. Do you remember Carl? From what? From Up. Oh uh, yeah. Carl. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. old man. Uh, yeah. From up yeah. is going on a date, and it'll be a short in front of the new element uh, elemental movie. So, uh, Spider Man Across the Universe little short has now across the Spider Verse short now has competition because yeah. everybody loves Carl. Yeah, well, he doesn't I love mean, Pixar shorts that you can get fucking movies. For why we didn't have that, I was like, what's going on? You know? I know you got Pixar. Yeah. If anybody at Pixar ever hears this. Literally, dudes, you have to stay with the shorts. Yeah. My favorite thing that Pixar ever did to this day was, uh, uh, is it Jerry's game? Yeah, I think so. Where the old man is fighting himself yeah, for his dentures? Yeah, that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in the chest. Oh, my God. One of my favorite games. Hey, man, you know, I guess nobody ever learns that you shouldn't put live-action cats in a damn movie, right? It's impossible um, to control corral. <laughs> You know, you know, because cats, nobody, nobody liked cats when that was done, right? That darn cat. Yeah, the movie Cats. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that <laughs> failed miserably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The Aristocrats from Disney is now getting the live action. Uh, you mean the Aristocats? Yeah, I said the Aristocrats cats? are getting the. Hey, man, if they want to make up words. The Aristocats is what it's called, though. All words are made up. <laughs> they found a director. Who's directing it? Quest Love. That's an interesting choice. I, yeah. I, didn't, know, I didn't know he was a filmmaker, but, but hey, man. It's Quest Me Love. neither. 
Okay, Maybe so. he's made music videos and I just don't know it. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look it up. Because that's how, <laughs> like Rob Zombie, that's how he got his start was uh, directing his own music videos. Yeah, yeah. Heat 2. Heat 2. Mm-hmm. Um, is grabbing Anna de Arms. Anna de Armas, man. For the lead role. Yeah, also, Anna Armas is going to be in the upcoming ballerina, if I remember correctly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's fine. So that's a that's a thing. She's very we just pretty. need to throw that one out yeah. there. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep, yep, yep. Can't wait for that. Apple one. and Paramount announced worldwide theatrical plans uh, for the Martin Scorsese epic, epic. So it's going to be a big. It'll be in the theaters as as also um, on Apple TV on Apple and Paramount Plus. I'm gonna go good. I might have to go to theaters to see that though, because I cannot wait for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers wins bidding war over film rights to TJ Newman novel, a thriller novel, Drowning. Warner uh, Brothers beats competition like Jerry Bruckheimer and uh Damien Castle in a bidding war over the new novel. Okay. Um, it's a plane that crashes in the Pacific Ocean six minutes after takeoff and is flooded after the explosion during the evacuation. A dozen survivors sink in a sealed part of the aircraft as it perches uh, precisely as the undersea cliff 200 feet below the surface. Among them is an engineer and his 11-year-old daughter, his estranged wife, and the girl's mother is part of the elite rescue team that rescues to save the passengers. Before you know what you could do? That's, that sounds so fucking terrifying. Like, like, um, that just terrifies me. No, you'd be under, oh, that just gives me the fucking creeps right now. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, does sound like, uh, that does sound horrifying. Insane. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, I mean, it reminds me, you heard about that guy that was trapped in a sunken ship, but like in the compartment that wasn't fully submerged and they found him like two days later or three days, like two, like 10 days later, he was still alive. And they got out of there, man. No, I didn't oh hear that. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw a video of him getting terror, like getting rescued. And I swear to God, that's like I saw that story. My worst fucking nightmare. So, oh my God. All right, well, I'll watch that. Aaron Paul and Isaac Gonzalez join the cast of the sci-fi thriller Ash. Both actors have officially been cast in Flying Lotus's new film Ash. After Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tesha Thompson have both. Uh, departed the movie uh, due to scheduling conflicts. Ash, the latest upcoming project from rapper and filmmaker Flying Lotus is a sci-fi thriller that has been going through the motions of production. Oh, gosh. I was trying to find what the movie is about. Ash is... It doesn't tell you. Gosh, dang it. Flying Lotus today. The premise of the film revolves around a young woman who wakes up in a distant planet to find carnage all around her. The crew of her space station mysteriously murdered a man, Aaron Paul, was apparently (laughs) sent to rescue her. But given the circumstances, she wonders if she can actually trust him. Yeah, I think Flying Lotus, he also did a a section of VHS 99, right? He did one of those ones. I think he did that one. Yeah. Interesting. Robert Downey Jr. is looking to remake a Alfred Hitchcock classic, uh, the one with Jimmy Stewart in it, Vertigo. Uh, do they need to, um, do they need to remake Vertigo though? Okay, look, they're remaking Dirty Dancing like three times. They have remade Footloose twice already. 
Dude, yes. Let's go older. Let's go to movies that people this age, these 20-year-olds, don't know what they are. All right? That aren't music cinema friends. Let's give them a new light. Like I've always said, let's do movies that aren't hits in the last 20, 30 okay, years. Okay, but Vertigo is a, like, it's considered one of the best movies of all time, though. Yeah, I know that, but still... Not everybody's even. I, you go on the street right now, not to Josie Records or or a hipster place like that, but go anywhere. Go to the mall. Go to the mall and find a, get a seven year old kid out and ask people, "Do you know what the movie Vertigo is?" Okay, so it's a seventeen year old or something who's at the mall. Yes. Okay, See, nobody would know what it is okay. unless it's. Listeners like you and I. Um, Adam McKay is pitching a serial kill killer film starring Robert Pattinson, and it's called Average Height, Average Build. I mean, like, yeah, Adam McKay, and he has his famous actor on board. I think it's in the yes. definitely game. And it's it's Robert Pattinson and Robert Downey Jr. In it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely game. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even care. But I want to mention that um, the final we just did the Ozzy's Dungeon segment of VHS 99. So. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, Kamal uh, Nijin, Patton Oswalt, mm-hmm. James A. Caster, and Emily Allen Lynn have all just signed and joined the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, yeah, I guess that fucking Pat Oswalt's in it. I kind of, yeah, I'm fucking into it. I'll watch it. Uh, new movie coming out with Eugene Levy playing the love interest of Diane Keaton called Summer Camp. Comedy, of course, because it has Eugene Levy in it. Yeah, and yeah. Eugene Levy's in it. It's going to be a comedy. Yeah, it's a good one. Dude. It's a good dude. You know, I can't wait to see. I mean, uh, like, yeah, he has a sort of comeback after. Uh, Shit's Creek. So, yeah, dude, he's always been around. Yeah, he's, he's always, always been, been around, around. But he's, I, a, I, I, I he's had a rena- no, he's had a renaissance. No he's always been here. <laughs> I, know, I know he's always been. Here. He sort of had a renaissance after Shit's Creek, though. Mean Girls musical just hired some guy named John Spam. Oh, Ham to play Car, uh, the coach, Coach Car. In the Broadway adaption for Paramount Plus, John Hamm is now in the Mean Girls musical. Well, John Hamm. Can we get like Confess Watch 2, please? I want that. What? Oh, they are. They are uh, working on that. Okay. We, we talked about that. Okay. I reported that on that a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. What's this one? Oh, Drowning. I already read about that one. So here's the last story. Are you ready? I'm ready. 100%, guys. It is now confirmed Edward Norton's Incredible Hawk is not bullshit off to the side stuff and we don't talk about it because not only is the leader who is in the at the end, that guy that gets the blood stuck in mm-hmm. his wound at mm-hmm. the end of the Incredible Hawk movie, but now returning as Betsy Ross herself, Liv Taylor is coming back to the MCU and Captain America New World Order. So does that mean that the Edward Norton's come back too? No, Mark Ruffalo. Okay, all right, fair enough. He pissed him off, dude. You know that. Come on. <laughs> we all we all know what he did. Yeah. We we all saw. Yeah. We all saw. And that's the news, Chris. Let's get to the last movie. 
that was the movies don't suck and something new i read chris a bunch of stuff because he's blind in both eyes and he can't smell that's right my wife is living hell. Um, no, um, so Shazam, <laughs> Shazam, Fury of the Gods, directed by David F. Sandberg. David uh, F. Sandberg directed Annabelle Creation, Lights Out, and of course, just uh, 2019 Shazam. This this is written by uh, Henry Gayden, Chris Morgan, and Bill Parker. This stars Zachary Levi as Shazam. Mom, Dad, can we get on with it? I have hard drives to fix. Also, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer is Freddie Freeman. I'll be there. Uh, this also s- stars um, Lucy Lu as. Lucy Lu is Calypso. As your leader, I encourage you from time to time, and always in a respectful manner, to question my logic. Also, Helen Mirren has Spira. Drinking alone. Preferably. It also stars Adam Brody as superhero Freddy, Ross Butler as superhero Eugene, uh, Astro Angel as Billy Batson, uh, Rachel Ziegler as Anthathena, and also, uh, you know, it also has Marta Villans and Cooper Andrews as his mom that's stricken from the previous films. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for Shazam Fury of the Gods? This film contain, continues the story of teenage Billy Batson, who, upon reciting the word Shazam, is transferred. This is a dumb fucking. That, that's it. That's all I get. I don't like that. that. Here, give me. Um, give you a second. Give right. me five seconds. I'm gonna fix this right here. That that is dumb. <laughs> You're like this is the movie. It's like Batman's about Batman. Yeah. It's like Superman's about. Oh, right, here we go. Bestowed with the powers of gods, Billy Batson and his fellow foster kids are still learning how to juggle teenage life with the adult superhero alter egos. When a vengeful trio of ancient gods arrives on Earth in search of the magic stolen from them long ago, Shazam and his allies get thrust into a battle for their superpowers, their lives, and the fate of the world. That is a description, guys! So I I, I have lots of questions that that I don't want to give. I will ask in the spoiler section. Um, mm-hmm. I have some questions, not a whole lot, because this movie itself is pretty self-explanatory. You basically don't need to know anything about the previous Shazam to enjoy this or to know. What's... No, I mean you don't, but I mean it helps. Sure. Uh, because this is the way I like to say this movie, and I, I don't know if this is really a spoiler, and if it is, uh, give me a three count, and I won't say it uh, afterwards. But. The first movie is about a single dude learn, learning how to have a family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this is about a guy who has a family and needs to learn how to be his own individual. Yeah. Like, I feel like it comes full circle the back way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this movie, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love it, but it was, it was, it was cute. And it's like 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 the previous Shazam. It's not necessarily like earth shattering like a lot of superhero films. It stays in its own sort of universe. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. I mean, um, literally, I feel like um, this Shazam movie was made to put Shazam towards the direction of being on a team, on being part of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like Thor: Dark World. 
Yeah. Thor Dark World, we needed to get introduced to one of the um, Infinity Stones, yeah. which was the Ether, and then it was pushing him towards being part of uh, what was going to happen with all of Thanos, and I feel like that's what this movie was. This movie was uh, helping him be pushed part of the uh, superhero world, and um, there are cameos in this of other superheroes. I'm not going to point out exactly who until the spoiler part, mm-hmm. but um, this is the movie. I, I I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, okay, so yeah, to me, I had a sort of um, like a sort of they pushed a storyline into it that didn't need to be there. Like they just ten seconds into it, and you're like. Okay, so that's that's what happened. They just explained it like that. I had a problem with the narrative. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie, but uh, I yeah, it was fun. Okay, this is fun. This is not life changing. This ain't like you know. Oh my god, I can't believe this movie. Ah, mm-hmm. it's the greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that. Um, but it is fun because Zachary Levy and all them acted their hearts out. Yeah. They they you could see they had fun acting yeah. together. Yeah, they did. And. Um, and you can see even the kid actors were just hitting it off of each other. It had a fun storyline. It had, um, you know, nice little, uh, zingers in there, nice little jokes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but by any means you can tell this movie was made at a time where DC, the DCU did not know what the hell they were doing next. Yeah. I was a little, not, not too into it. Like uh, I didn't hate it. It's better than black Adam. Um, but, um, yeah. So, so some of the backstory, let's give you guys some of the backstory. And this is not a spoiler in the, of the movie, mm-hmm. but the spoiler of the politics that was going on. Um, this movie was being made at the time that the rock was trying to take over the entire DC. <laughs> no, and that's true. Yeah, yeah. Go, go read about it. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, I, I've, you know, I've, you know how many articles I read about yeah. comic book movies yeah. after I watched them. Yeah. Um, but literally, and and when the first Shazam was made and, you know, Rock has been Black Adam for, I don't know, 20 years. And they finally made the movie like, you know, only like three years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally like he was like, he wouldn't even say it too much. He goes, but man, I can't, you know, when the first Shazam came out, he's like, man, I can't wait to mix it up with the Rock. You know, that's going to be great. I don't know how I'm his twin, but whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and uh, all that stuff. But then. Uh, that Rock tried to make that power move with Black Adam, but it just so happened that DCU at the time was looking for James Gunn, and, or or wasn't looking for James Gunn, but looking for someone to control the whole universe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the hell happened. So, like, like I feel like there's too many. There's some confusion. And if you go read the dirt sheets, there were supposed to be other people that were supposed to pop in this movie. It was that were Black in Adam, the Black Adam movie. It was supposed to be Black Adam Shazam facing off, right? That was yeah. And I, I know that when we saw the last Shazam, that's what you're super excited about. You were talking about, and that means Black Adam. That means Shazam Black Adam. But that's not what happened. So we're what never going to get that. No, we are never going to get that. I'm 100. percent I will bet, I'll bet a hundred, I'll bet this 1984 Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that was given to me as a gift. So it makes me wonder if we're going to get a Shazam 3. But you said pushing it towards a team, so he's going to be part of the Justice team. What's, what's, what's it going to be? I don't know. Like, like 
We're, well, we'll talk about all uh, that in okay. spoilers. Right. But um, literally, um, let's talk just about this part of the movie. Um, you could tell the studio was confused of what they're doing. Um, they made up characters that aren't even in the freaking comic books. So Clipso's not in the comic books? Huh? Is Clipso in the comic books at all? Clipso and Latina and all those people? Those no. guys? No? No, no. Those are all Greek, like here. Um, and, yeah, here, go. Boom. The daughters of Atlantis do not appear in the comics, but are original characters created for this film. Mm. So that's yeah. is that the first problem with it? Um, I, I, I think it is. I don't think it is. Okay, okay. I don't think it is because, um, several superheroes are based off of gods and goddesses yeah. and stuff like that in the superhero universe. Um, off the top of my head, Doctor Fate. Wonder Woman, um, you know, Doctor Strange works in mythologies, you know, um, like it, it's there's so many different ones that work in mythologies that putting characters from mythology into it is fine. Helen Marine, Lucy Lou, great. You could have called them, you could have called them Bozo the Clown and freaking Frank the Pickle, and I wouldn't have cared. They, those, those are two great actresses that brought what they bring to a movie. Um, but I just, I think the script is lost because I think they rewrote it like 142 times. Yeah, it, it's to me, it's just, it seems unfocused. It's, it seems like a little like haphazard. It seems like they, there was all over the place. It was, it was very amoebous. And I, I didn't have a hard time following. It. I just I had a hard time carrying at points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's the thing. And, and it was cool. They tried, you know. Um, I just can't get this the best writing. So let's uh, let's get it, break it down, and get it to the uh, oh, yeah, so, quotes. And, so guys, if you guys uh, get to the spoilers, we're gonna do so a bit. Of, yeah, we do a little bit of spoiler stuff real quick. So I'm gonna we'll do. We'll, we'll do that later. Oh yeah, right true. now let's read quotes. Okay. Let's do the. <laughs> do you not remember how we do the yeah, podcast, it's, Chris? It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It hasn't been a while for a superhero one. It's like been like what six weeks? Okay. All right. <laughs> like, all right. All right. Hey, man! It turns out museums are fun. I'm an idiot. Oh, I don't even know what that says. It's a beautiful day in Philadelphia. I need a hero. Shut up. Did I just save you while you're listening to that song? <laughs> what is wrong with people these days? Wonder Woman doesn't have a job. She doesn't put uh, her hair in a ponytail and put on glasses and is like an accountant. The trash can was a second home to me when I was a year, when I was your age. <laughs> Freddie is my name, he said in a normal human voice. he didn't even tell me my superhero name man are you saying i lack the wisdom of uh, of solo man uh we could float out of here like a fart (laughs) Mm -hmm. are you hurt no just worthless (laughs) She doesn't see that coming because she didn't go to the eye doctor. <laughs> because the city of brotherly love is getting moist. Uh. 
Yeah, no shit, Merlin. I love unicorns. Yeah, but unicorns don't love you. <laughs> uh, taste the rainbow, motherfuckers. <laughs> I can't believe they said that. I laughed so hard. Yeah. Uh, did you laugh at that? I did. I okay. Yeah, uh, I'm Captain Every Power Junior. <laughs> A true god, after all. What's up with our boys and older women? <laughs> all right, what's your uh, score on this? Man, I gotta give this like a three point seven. Like it, it, it just if there's it was fun. I, I will watch this again. I will have a good time watching it again. Joyfully, mm-hmm. it, it is something. But man, um, you can you can just tell there's some shit going down that affected this movie, and I hate that it did. Uh, I don't. I'm kind of the opinion that it didn't need to be made. It wasn't awful, but it's to me. It's like I'm like it's so inconsequential. That's like a three point three for me. Understandable. Yeah. So it's not, it's like, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not upset I saw it or anything. And it's not super awful. It's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of there. It's there. Yeah. It's kind of there. Yeah. And it's weird that the, the, the only thing that moves it forward to, we'll talk about it after that. The only thing that moves it forward is in the, in the, in the, um, the post grad scene. And so, right. and if we're, if we're tra- hoping the DCEU gets, um, gets, Push forward. It's only at the end of this when that happens. So understandable. So understandable. Uh, uh, I'm on rotten right now. You give it, you give the three point seven. I get the three point three. What is the iron score for Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Fifty-four percent. Eighty-seven percent. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. What is the critic score for Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Sixty-nine. Fifty-one percent. Ah, I should have stayed with my fifty-four. But critics consensus is and well. More unfocused and less satisfying than its predecessor, Shazam Fury of the Gods will still retain to almost enough of the source of your silly charm to save the day. Huh. Okay. I just so now now we're guys, uh this is the thing we do. We're gonna give you a little bit of outro. We'll, we're seeing next week we're seeing uh uh Dungeon Dragons on among these and we're still trying to figure out the second one, but we are definitely seeing Dungeons and Dragons. We might see uh, good people. We might do two theaters in the two movie and theaters yeah. again, or we might see something on the streaming service. We'll go over that in the next twenty four hours. We just <laughs> haven't had. It. And to be honest, guys, I am really focused on WrestleMania this week. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, I'm a wrestling fan, and that's just the way it is. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. And here is the spoiler alert in five, four. Three, two, all right, man. All right, ask your questions before I get into this. I don't have a lot, but I have some. So when did they did they break that? They didn't break that uh, staff in the first one, right? That was just a, a throwback. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, where was that? Right was after that? he got them all to become um, when they all did it, and they said, "Say my name," and they're like, "Billy," okay. and it's like. No, the, the name I do to transfer this, okay, okay. and then he breaks it and then throws it to the ground. Why didn't he pick it up? <laughs> because they didn't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay. it, they're kids, okay. dude. All right. All right, let's see. There are a bunch of nods in the pediatrician's office that Billy's in or in his superhero form um, at the beginning of the movie. Did you see him? Uh, like what? Give me an example. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'll give you an example because okay. I downloaded the picture just okay. to make sure <laughs> you, you could see him. 
All right, and that's what you saw earlier. Who's sitting at the table? Annabelle and Wonder Woman. Yep. And then there's Wonder Woman everywhere around there. There's Flash stuff and stuff like that. So that that's one of the stuff. Um, also, if you look on the alphabet board behind them, and I got a zoom in picture, so don't okay. worry. Uh, the alphabet board behind him, there's a little uh, surprise from Suicide Squad. It's Starro. Oh, yeah. So, guys, if you guys also, if you guys are listening, you guys can go to the YouTube video and see what Neil's talking about in this one. Yes. Yeah. Um, Starro is the villain from the uh, Suicide Squad, if you haven't seen that movie. Um, let's see. Uh, the toys in the room is Annabelle doll. Yeah, we uh, Aquaman's in there. Um, but if you don't know, director David F. Sandberg is better known for his work in horror movies, which he did do Annabelle cre- creation. Yeah, which is a good. It's a really good one, actually. That that first that said that the Annabelle that you've been doing after the first one, pretty fucking mm-hmm. pretty fucking solid, honestly. Uh, they referenced the Justice League a billion times. Now, every member of the Justice League from the, the Zack Snyder Justice League was mentioned at some point, except for one. Do you know what member of the Justice League they did not mention? Who? Cyborg. Oh, Cyborg. Is he coming back, though? Is he ever going to make it? I don't think he's ever coming back. Oh. <laughs> that's a, that's um, uh, He was in the Snyder Cut, though, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Wonder Woman cameo that happened uh, featuring Gal Gadot uh, is possibly the last time ever playing that part. We don't know, um, right? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Are set in the same continuity as Justice League because of that. We also don't know if um, if Zachary Levi's coming back. That's not confirmed either, right? We, we don't know what's yeah, happening. We don't know. We don't know anything. Yeah. We don't know anything. So that's why it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Um, Lucy Liu's villain, they kept on calling her name. What name did they keep on calling her? Uh, what? Clipso? No, Kelsey from Games of Thrones. Oh, yeah, Khaleesi. Yeah, Khaleesi. Ka- Khaleesi. Yeah. They kept on calling her Khaleesi no, from Games of Thrones. It's like, you know, the dragons, yeah. Uh, similar tongue-in-cheek nod is used when Billy takes a meeting with uh, Helen's character, and he says, "I've seen, I know about family because I've seen every Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, yeah. She was obviously she's in the Fast and Furious movies, mm-hmm. so we're, we're, uh, we're, we all know that. We're all looking forward to that new one, right? Fast Ten or whatever. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> Bill, Billy also makes an accidental reference to Lord of the Rings. He has trouble remembering the name Solomon, and he calls it Saruman instead. <laughs> At one point, while it's clear the daughters of Atlas and the Golden Apples are adopted from stories of Greek mythology, so are the monsters that emerge from the Tree Alive. All the monsters are mythological creatures from Greek and Roman mythology, including the unicorns. Uh, that Darla and them rode. Um, the creatures that emerged were uh, cyclopses, minotaurs, harpies, manacores, and griffins. Oh, I do want to mention that. Uh, you know the national animal of uh, Scotland is a griffin, isn't it? Unicorn. Oh, it is a unicorn. Yeah, You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We saw a little unicorn statue on top of the one of the cathedrals there. There, so it's pretty cool. The running joke through the movie was Billy needs a hero name. Yeah, and he didn't really have one, right? At one point, a man says that calls him Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, well, 
which is the original Shazam name. Yeah, okay. Captain Marvel. So here, for people that don't know, if you you can look at on there, it is right there. Captain Marvel was the original name of Shazam. Uh, the Marvel family was the name of the people. Here it is originally in Wiz Comics. Many, 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 many. This is the first Wiz. What is that? 1940 was the first one. And um, oh, that's later. Um, but uh, the Marvel family. And the funny thing is, the man that said Captain Marvel played Captain Marvel in the 1970 sitcom. He played Billy Batson. And the 1970 70 sitcom of Shazam. Okay, cool. That's that's funny. yeah, right. Yeah, his name is Michael Gray, by the way. Okay, play, <laughs> and sorry, uh, Jennifer Holland and Steve Agree have rephrased the roles from Suicide Squad yes, and Peacemaker for their yeah. mid-credit scene, mm-hmm. as we all know, as we know, um, which they were telling him, "Hey, we want you to be part of the Justice Society, not the, the Justice, Justice League." League. Yeah. Yeah, the Justice Society is Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, Hawkman, and Cyclone, who were supposed to be a part of this movie. They were supposed to be there. They were supposed to be there asking them to join. But isn't, isn't, isn't Peacemaker part of the Justice League as well? No, oh. Peacemaker is part of the Suicide Squad. He, he was oh, a villain. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. He was always a villain. And now, but, you know, DC did something different with him, or James Gunn did, I should mm-hmm. say. Um... Then, uh, of course, the other was Mark Strong's Dr. Sadovan popped back up, and he talked to Mr. Mine, which was a little caterpillar. Um, Mr. Mine is one of the most smartest. Wasn't he at uh, the end of the first one, too? Yes, correct. Like, get, get, fucking, with, get, get fucking on with it. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Uh, on the subject of horror, uh, Sandberg pays homage to the Italian horror director who see Flashy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I say that right. F L uh, F U L C I. Flashy. Yes, with a cleverly placed sign in the background, uh, nicknamed the Godfather of Gore. His films include A Cat in the Brain, Don't Torture a Duckling. The, oh, The Black Cat. I know that one. Mm-hmm. The Beyond, and stuff. And there's a sign that they wrote past. You saw the name. Now, one of the funniest one of the funniest parts or a nod to the Marvel family was uh they find kittens. And they name and they the little girl names one of the kittens Toking. Well, Toking is Toking Twani, who's actually a super powered friend that is a talking tiger. In the comic books, oh cool! He he is actually a really good known friend. If you're if you're on the podcast, you can see this. I am posting a f- photo right now of him uh, talking to Shazam, and that is a common character. Just like how there's you know horses that walk around in Marvel that can talk. You mean it's, DC? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was talking about Marvel. This is you DC. mentioned Marvel earlier. We think it was a token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I know I'm confusing you. It's okay. We'll okay no. <laughs> Um, Freddie Freeman tries to do some solo hero work, but keeps getting told no by Billy. They all agree they should not do solo. Freddie does adopt the name Captain Every Power Jr. Uh, for a superhero persona. When he saves a group of Petronian, he tells them that Shazam is his sidekick. He says that his name is Captain Every Power Jr. When Shazam give, gave his friends superpowers in the comics, Freddie was dubbed Captain Marvel Jr., and acted as a sidekick. So that would be, dude, this photo right here. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel Jr. 
Mary Marvel and Captain Marvel. Yep, the original three. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the world uh, film, the citizens of the city gave Shazam a quick pep talk as he goes to fight the daughters of Atlas, a particular person wearing a red shirt. Oh, no, nope, I already told you that. I'm sorry. You can cut that point out. <laughs> um, so, hey, man, I was trying to grab for stuff. Mm. Um, Sandberg's uh, David uh, Sandberg's wife, Loda Lawson, makes a brief cameo in the movie as a woman who Shazam saves from the falling off a bridge at the beginning of the movie. Um, one of the most bizarre artifacts found in the Rock of Eternity is a violin that always burns. And they didn't know why. They just okay. thought. This is actually a reference from a comic book um, called, oh, where was it at? Captain Marvel Adventures number 64. <laughs> there we go. Uh, some comic book fans may know it's an obscure reference to Nero's fiddle from Captain Marvel's Adventure number 64. Uh, nope, I already talked about that. During the film's uh, third act... Uh, oh, uh, during the third act, Billy's red suit is burnt really bad. It is rendered almost completely black. The mm-hmm. costume designs likely reference to Black Adam, who made his debut not long ago. Um, when he and the wizard are trapped in a magic prison on another plane, Freeman spouts out three ideas for escape. This is, There is giant strength, a popular spell... Graham's inhuman strength. There's Goss's form, uh, which, you know, turned to a fart and, like, mm-hmm. flight out there mm-hmm. or would allow them to do it. And lastly, uh, ask the wizard to at least have an Arcanist Fotis. These are all D&D references. Mm. So mm. we get some D&D before D&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before Dungeons & Dragons next week. All right. Um. In Shazam, Michelle Broth played the adult Mary Marvel with Grace uh, Caroline Curry starring as her teenage counterpart. In the sequel, however, the later pulls double duty. She's the only one that plays I the that. teenage I noticed version that. and the adult version. I noticed that. Uh, in the, uh, when Calypso's monsters start attacking people in the final battle, one of the first people they pick up is David Sandberg, the director, who is then screaming, Slap me up! Which is <laughs> Swedish for... Let me go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a joke in Shazam where they say it's not like she wears glasses, puts her hair up in a ponytail, and is an accountant or something, uh-huh. which is a direct reference to Linda Carter's mm-hmm. Wonder Woman from the original 70s Wonder Woman show. And there are references to Robin of Batman that Robin exists in this universe, but they don't say who it is, which Robin it is. It is just Batman and Robin. That's it, man. Literally, most of this movie was based off of something that they just made up. Um, there was not a lot of... I mean, they put some references in there for fun, obviously, but it, it wasn't... There was... We don't know what the hell. Because yeah. we don't know what the hell. Yeah, it's weird. They filmed it, and then James was like, I got this shit going on. And they're like, oh, was that we of us? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, so a uh, little shake up. Let's see if it pays off. Are you, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, so that's the spoiler part of um, Shazam. Guys, thank you for sticking around for that part. I do put a lot of work in those parts, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, I think that's about it, man. Right. I think we're good to go for the day. What do you think? Yeah, I get D&D next week and whatever we choose. You can find us on all the news on like that net. We're on WTMnet 
Net.com. That's W number two M Net.com. You guys have heard podcasts there, along with a bunch of the podcasts, a bunch of other uh, articles. It's a great website. That's what we're part of. Uh, you guys can find us at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Movies and Soap Podcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. Go to Patreon.com slash Movies and Suck. If you guys want to use human money, uh, go to the top left hand corner of the screen if you're watching us on YouTube and uh, throw a few shekels. If you guys want to send us an email, it's info movies on suck.net or movies on suck podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you guys want to buy shirts with our name on it, Go to bonfire.com, so choose on sucking something new. You'll find our merch and some stuff that Neil's made. And uh, if you, and Neil, what do we do for small businesses? If you got a small business, please hit us up, give us a message. We'll be more than happy to advertise you to all our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. here on Movies That Don't Suck and Something to Do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you could, man. You went through that rather quick. Okay. All right, man. Um, what's up? That's another episode of Movies and Sucking Some to Do. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And remember, guys, whatever you do, do not ever meet a guy named John and kill his dog, or you might feel the fury of the gods. Have a good night. <laughs>